Welcome to this edition of Journals of Spiritual Discovery, brought to you by spiritualteachers.org. I'm your host, Sean Nevins. Welcome to Journals of Spiritual Discovery. Before we begin, I have one favor to ask, and that is if you could please leave a review on Amazon for my book, Subtraction, The Simple Math of Enlightenment. The goal is to get 100 reviews, and so far we have 63. You don't even have to purchase the book to leave a review. I would really appreciate it if you could do this, and it helps other people discover the book as well. Now, this month's episode is a continuation of the induction series, in which my aim is to focus on writings which carry a message beneath the words. I like Franklin Merrill Wolf's description of these mystic writings. He said, When the voice of silence speaks into the relative world, the meaning lies between the words, as it were, rather than in the direct content of the words themselves. Richard Rose referred to the power of these writings when he said, If you are interested in looking for essence, from the point of the process observer, you can be stimulated only by writings of inspiration rather than reason or direction. He referred his students to his three books of the absolute as an example. While Rose used the term inspirational, clearly these were not necessarily inspirational writings like you typically find collected under that banner. Rather, they are writings which carry the living word. My reading this episode is from Instant Zen, a translation by Thomas Cleary of the writings of Foyan. Foyan was a 12th century Chinese Zen master and is one of the few Zen masters that Cleary felt equal to the great masters of the Golden Age of Zen, which was in the 7th to 10th centuries. As befitting Zen, this is a very short reading called The Basis of Awareness. Expand enlightenment, and the mind is always calm. Go along with things, and consciousness runs at a gallop. I only wish to be rich in enlightenment, though personally poor, generous with virtue, though emotionally aloof. Here, I am thus every day, thus all the time. But tell me, what is thus? Try to express it outside of discriminatory consciousness, intellectual assessments, and verbal formulations. This reality is not susceptible to your intellectual understanding. Now those who think, attend, and reflect all have some intellectual understanding. But then, when they turn back to examine their own eyes and think of the mind that thinks, at this point, why do people unknowingly say, it has never been blue, yellow, red, or white. It has no appearance, no form. I tell you, this is what I call talk. 
It is not your original mind. How can you think of your original mind? How can you see your own I? When you are looking inward, furthermore, there is no seeing subject. Some people swallow this in one gulp, so their eye of insight opens wide and they immediately arrive at their homeland. How can people nowadays reach the point where there is no seeing and no hearing? Everything is always there. You see people, houses, and all sorts of forms, like boiling water bubbling. When you were infants, you also heard sounds and saw forms, but you didn't know how to discriminate. Once you came to the age of reason, then you listened to discriminatory thinking, and from that time on have suffered a split between the primal and the temporal. At this point, it is inevitably hard for people to restore natural order, even if they want to. Those who attain enlightenment do not see walking when they walk, and do not see sitting when they sit. That is why the Buddha said, The eyes seeing forms is equivalent to blindness. The ears hearing sounds is equivalent to deafness. How can we say we are as if blind and deaf? When we hear sound, there is no sound to be heard. When we see form, there is no form to be seen. What we see and hear is all equivalent to an echo. It is like seeing all sorts of things in a dream. Is there all that when you wake up? If you say yes, yet there's only the blanket and pillow on the bed. If you say no, yet all those things are clearly registered in your mind, and you can tell what they were. The same is true of what you see and hear now in broad daylight. So it is said, what can be seen by the eye or heard by the ear can be studied in the scriptures and treatises. But what about the basis of awareness itself? How do you study that? Thank you for listening. I do have one special request during the induction series. And no, I'm not going to ask you to buy anything, but I am asking all my listeners to please leave a review on Amazon for my book, Subtraction, The Simple Math of Enlightenment. I know that a lot of you have read it, and if we can get 100 reviews on Amazon, I'm told that will really help the book stand out and get noticed. So if you enjoyed Subtraction, please go to Amazon.com, type in Subtraction, The Simple Math of Enlightenment, and leave a review. It only takes a few minutes, and you'll help many other seekers simply by giving your thoughts about the book. You don't have to have purchased the book on Amazon in order to leave a review there. So thanks, I hope you can do that for me, 
and I will see you again on the next episode.